Hello, Keller ISD, and welcome back to a summer edition of Westfall 101. I'm Bryce Neiman. And I'm Nicole Lyons from KISD Communications. And today we're talking about how to keep the district looking spick and span during the summer months. So let's get to it. Hey, Nicole, how's your summer going? It has been great so far, Bryce. You know, a little bit warm, and there's also a little of a change on the horizon, but it's going really well. How about yours? You know, maybe it's because I'm about five times your size, but my summer has been extremely warm. It's really hot. But uh, it's funny you mentioned change because, uh, A, I hate it. I hate change. Uh, I didn't know if you know that about me. Uh, But B, summer is all about change, which I think is why I hate the summer too. But you you do have, um, you know, familiar faces leaving for new opportunities. You have Mm -hmm. new faces arriving. And of course, you know, kids getting ready to transition from, you know, one grade to the the other. Yeah. And, you know, there may not be students or teachers necessarily in the building all summer, but there are a lot of activities going on in KIC over the summer. And today, Dr. Westfall is sitting down with someone who gets to oversee a lot of those efforts that are taking place, and they prepare our campuses for a new school year. That's right. LaPaula Smith, Keller ISD's Director of Operations and Distribution, is here to chat with Dr. Westfall about all the things going on behind the scenes that you know many people may not know about. Yeah, and there are a lot of things that people don't know about. So let's go ahead and join Superintendent Dr. Rick Westfall as he visits with LaPaula Smith. Well, welcome to our next edition of Westfall One-on-One. We have the honor of having LaPaula Smith. She's our Director of Operations and Distribution here in Keller ISD. And we're going to dig in a little bit of what that job looks like. But before we do, I want you, LaPaula, to just tell us a little bit about you, your background, what led you to Keller ISD, and we'll jump in. Well, um, I come from a background of uh, hospitals. Uh, I did HIPAA compliance for several hospitals in other states, and then I worked for insurance companies, and my husband got transferred to Texas. So the job market here was a little different, but I already had um, a lot of experience with facilities and compliance. So um, when I came, Keller ISD was starting a uh, indoor air quality program and looking at their buildings and how better to use them. And um, I happened to be looking at the website because I had a daughter that went to school here mm-hmm. and I applied for the job. And so when I came for the job, I was like, well, I don't know a lot about indoor air quality, but I know a lot about buildings. And they just kind of asked me, are you willing to learn? And I said, yes. And they hired me. <laughs> so you're going from the medical field to yes. school district operations? Yes. So now I'm curious. Well, first off, how long have you been here? How long ago was that? That was 14 years ago. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm curious. When, when you So when you got here, because now this is an interesting little tangent, <laughs> but so when you were doing HIPAA compliance and the other things, you worked for an insurance company, was there anything, obviously you, you could translate your skills from one thing to the other, but was there something about public ed or the things you had to do uh, with the district that was just like, I just never would have imagined it would be this easy or this difficult compared to the things you did beforehand? Or was it all pretty much the same? Uh, yes. Hospitals were highly regulated. Um, so I was used to a lot of rules, regulations, how things were supposed to work. When I came to the school district, I was like, I thought school districts were as regulated as hospitals because we were dealing with kids. So when I came here and there was 
very few <laughs> rules other than ADA rules. Right. I was surprised and um, they've quickly caught up. Right. I was going to say, we've, <laughs> we've come a long way in 14 years. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We've quickly caught up to how to be regulatory right. like hospitals. So. Right. And I'm sure everybody willfully just came right along with you when you were trying to regulate what they were doing, right? I mean, there was no pushback or... Oh, no, they all There's always a big it. smile on their face for, for more regulation. Oh, yes. I was the most <laughs> loved person here in the district. I'm sure you were. <laughs> so um, in the June board meeting, we were able to, to honor uh, and recognize a lot of our operational crew that we have in, the, in Keller. And, and the one thing that impacted me the most was... Um, the number of things that have to be done that people have no idea that actually happens to make school work and to make school operate. Because for the most part, families, parents, kids, teachers, they come to school, they go into classrooms, they learn, they go home, and, and they don't have any idea what goes on behind the scenes to make it all happen. So what does your day-to-day look like? What, if you were going to define, I'm sure, I'm sure every day is probably a little bit different, but if you were to define just a, a day in the life of La Paula, what would that look like? Well, it's a lot of change. I start out in the morning with a plan. <laughs> and about five <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> and about 6 a.m. that plan changes. Right. Because our employees come in at 6 a.m. So um, with the environment that we're in now, um, there's a lot of calls at 6 a.m., you know, people sick. Mm-hmm. Um, having to cover, mm-hmm. uh, making sure everything is ready to start the day. Um, a lot of it is communication, communicating out with our employees, the environment at the campus, the principals at the campus, uh, what we're going to do that day. Um, like any other uh, business now, we have high absenteeism, we have uh, employees that are retiring and employees that are leaving for other jobs. So a lot of it is communicating out, rearranging. Uh, we're a service department. Sure. So every day is something different. <laughs> it's right. different. Right. Our plan lasts about five minutes into the day. So the average day, we're doing anything from talking to the principal about a water leak to mm-hmm. talking to the principal about how we're going to keep kids from getting the flu this right, week. Right. So depending on the time of the year, we could be doing anything from telling them how we're going to clean the campus that night because there was an outbreak of mm-hmm. a couple of students that had been sick to telling them how we're going to cover their morning shift because someone's sick. So And and you're you're saying the principal singular, mm-hmm. but there's 42 of them. I mean there's That is correct. There's 42 different principals, different personalities, different sets of expectations that they all have for their campuses. And then, oh, by the way, there's other buildings beyond just school buildings, school campuses that you also have to manage through throughout the course of the day. So you you talked a little bit about, um, you know, if if there's an outbreak or if kids have the flu and if there's a high uh, percentage of kids that have the flu, there's there's different cleaning things. And I know that this isn't really part of what we were planning on talking about, but since you're on that topic... um, so these last two years have been focused on how do we better take care of our campuses and how do we disinfect and things. And so without going into those details, what what were some things that you had to shift uh, in terms of practices to make sure that kids could come to school, teachers could come to school and feel like they were in a safe environment from, from an illness point of view? 
Well, we shifted from before we did a lot of touch point uh, cleaning during the evenings and afternoons after school. Um, once uh, we had large illnesses on campuses, we went to electrostatic spraying during the day and the evening. So mm -hmm. we switched our staff up to bring more staff during the day to make sure we could um, spray classrooms and areas where there were students to make sure we were keeping on top of disinfecting areas that really needed to be disinfected to keep illness down. Right, right. So during the summer, everybody's gone. Most people are gone on the campuses. There's always a few that people in the offices are interviewing different things. So that's your time off, right? I mean, nothing happens in the summer. This is when you get your big break to just do nothing. Is that a fair assessment, even though you're laughing at me right now? No, <laughs> no, that's not a fair assessment. This is actually our big, our big time of the year. Right. So we're pretty much all hands on deck. We take the school and we handle everything inside of it. So uh, my energy technicians and environmental technicians go through every campus. Uh, they check every area to make sure everything's running properly that there's no safety concerns. Our custodians are cleaning everything from the top down, from changing lights, ceiling fans, wiping down everything. They even shampoo carpet, mm -hmm. wax floors. Uh, distribution is moving teachers. They're moving items from campus to campus. They're making sure that books are on campuses they're supposed to be on. IT equipment's getting where it's supposed to be. This is our big time of year, so right. this is when we do everything. So you mentioned IT, so so even the technology, so laptops or iPads or anything that, that come through your warehouse. Correct. Mm -hmm. We tag everything, we distribute everything, we make sure everything gets to the campus and the teacher and the classroom that it's supposed to get to. That's fantastic. So. Um, you talked about the relationship that you have with principals. You talked about that connection point. I'm sure it's not just with the principals. You probably have a a single person or a couple people on every campus that are your go-to people, or they have you on speed dial, one of the two. Um, but if there was just an av you know, just take a teacher on a campus that would have no idea what you do behind the scenes or what your team does behind the scenes, um, what do you think? What do you think would surprise teachers the most? about the things that you're responsible for that your team takes care of that they, would, they wouldn't even realize is happening? They probably wouldn't realize that um, my team takes care of their IT equipment because mm -hmm. I think they think that would come through IT. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably don't know my team takes care of their office supplies <laughs> or mm -hmm. their paper usage. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't think my team probably takes care of their filters, they wouldn't think they take care of their lighting in their classrooms, and they definitely wouldn't think my team schedules how their air and heat runs during the year. Maybe we shouldn't say that on this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> now they know who to call. <laughs> Maybe we should have kept that a secret of, of who actually controls the AC and the and the heating, right? Correct. Well, so so we'll, we'll put a disclaimer for any teachers that actually do do uh, listen to this. It's all it's all based on set points. So even if they, correct, <laughs> you're, you're all about fixing it if it's broken. But there are, there are some regulations. Speaking of regulating, about uh, how cold or how warm buildings should be uh, throughout throughout the year. Um. So we talked a little about you. You did talk about distribution. You talked about 
whether it's technology or books or, or anything else. So we've got 35,000 students in the district, which means you're pushing a lot of things out to, to all of these buildings regularly. Um, how, I mean, it's, it's not just pick up a phone and give you a call and say, I need a ream of paper. I mean, so walk through what that process looks, because it's gotta be a fairly sophisticated process for you to stay on top of all of the requests that come through. Yes, the requests come through for like paper, it's their e-finance, they have a punch list, we pretty much have everything Staples has, so we have everything from notepads to pencils, to papers to calculators. Um, also, if okay, hang on, I'm, I'm going to pause you for just a minute. So, teachers' supplies mm-hmm. are all available through what? E finance. E finance. So all teachers have access. Do they have access to that, or do they have to ask someone for it? No, they have to ask for okay. it. Okay. They can't just go on and like do a, like a shopping spree. You know, fill up a, a shopping <laughs> cart and go after it, right? No. Usually, it's the campus secretary. Okay. All right. So so they have to have their list of I need sticky notes, I need pens or pencils or or whatever. But then right. they go to their campus secretary and say, Can I have these things? Correct. And the campus secretary then goes to Staples and buys stuff, or goes to Amazon and buys things, or does what? Or they go on to our website, mm-hmm. and we actually have a catalog in our staff directory, and you can look through that catalog and see if we're carrying what you need. Like we have construction paper and butcher block paper and colored paper and all sorts of things like that. And you can go through that catalog and pick it out. Then she'd go into e-finance. She'd fill out what she wants. Then it would go to distribution, and they would pull the order. And then they would deliver it to the campus. What's the general turnaround time for something like that? About 24 hours. Okay. So, all right. All right. I'm, <laughs> hold on for just a minute. So what you're saying is that if we have people out on campuses that need something, they don't have to go to an office supply store or get on Amazon and order it. They can get with their campus secretary, ask for it, order it, and generally within 24 to 48 hours, I'll give you a little – I'll give you an extra <laughs> – Give you an extra day. It's li- I mean, literally, it's Amazon Prime. I mean, you're getting it in two days. Correct. All right. Correct. Do, do we have Amazon Prime on the side of our trucks, like, driving around? I mean, <laughs> like, one-day delivery or anything like that? No, we don't. No? Okay. Well, no. we should. I mean, you're beating. I mean, same-day delivery, and you don't have to order $35 worth to get it. That's correct. Which you have to do. Okay. So correct. We're, we're better than Amazon. Okay. Cool. So here's an important piece, though. So when people order, whether it's the campus ordering, the teachers ordering, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Who pays for that? The campus. Okay. So, so, so there are, so there are some, it's not just, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town and no. you get everything you want. Correct. I mean, there, there is a budget that's Correct. built in. So the mm-hmm. campus has a budget, the campus secretary. So there is an organizational piece at the campus level Correct. that the teachers would have to understand and work through, whether it's their department leads or whether they're their grade level leads or their principal to understand how that works. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right, so we talked about busy time of year. We talked about summer. This is actually probably, if, if you were going to go over the 12 months, this is the busiest time just to get things ro- rolling for 35,000 kids to come back. It, do you have such a thing as a slow time of year? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> Why we you don't. answered that fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're busy 12 months out of the year. Yeah, and, and, and I think that, so, so the, when I asked, you were being a little bit humble about the whole um, what people don't know you do and what people don't know your team does. 
the number of reports that I'll get throughout the year, just as an FYI kind of thing, where everyone's off, where it could be a weekend, it could be someone was taking their day off, but they actually came into work because it was short staffed or something else needed to happen. If it didn't happen, then then it's the kids and the teachers who end up suffering. Your your team, Jerry's team, Jerry Leaf Green's team, um, your partner in crime. Yes, but, you know I'm, I'm talking to the better half in this. Yes, in this yes, you are. Yeah, right. Um, to me, those are some of the behind the scenes seen things as well that you just make sure things happen to people and really it's it's almost like a no questions asked moment they just get the job done and and i think that's a big piece which is the reason why there probably never really is a slow time because even on days off people are coming in and getting the work done if they have to correct yeah yeah um so so when you when you move from summer so you're in the you're in deep clean mode you're in you know, getting all the floors looking the way they need to look and, and wax on the floor that on the VCT, getting the carpet shampoo, doing all of that stuff. How does the work transition? Because once kids come into the building, then work has to transition at some point because you don't, you don't have free reign of the buildings anymore. Mm-hmm. So what does work look like from summer and then once August hits and all the kids are back in? Well, we transitioned to a more focused cleaning during the fall Mm -hmm. because, of course, the bulk of our time is spent cleaning classrooms, of course, and making sure those are ready for the next day. Everything's been sanitized and everything's been cleaned, desks cleaned, uh, touch points cleaned, restrooms cleaned. We turn into a more focused. So some of our staff helps handle, of course, cafeteria. So we're in the cafeteria during those periods, of course, cleaning off tables, trash, doing those things. And then we transition to a more focused classroom cleaning and office area cleaning in the afternoons where we pretty much clean all areas where students and staff have been during the day, making sure they're sanitized and ready for the next morning. That's great. So you've been here for 14 years. Yes. You've heard me talk a little bit about our why and, and what gets us up in the morning, gets us to work every single day. Um, so if for you to do a job, well, number one, for you to really transition a district that you've gone through for the 14 years to get to that more regulated, more, um, in terms of the distribution, the cleaning, all the things that you do now, you gotta be driven. I mean, you have to, there's gotta be something out in front of you that says, well, okay, this is more than just a job. This is something that I'm passionate about. How, How would you describe your why? As the parent of a student who graduated from Keller ISD and an employee, um, I like for all employees and staff and students to have a safe, clean, healthy environment to come into every day. I think that's a good foundation for everyone to start, and I like being able to provide that to our staff and students. That's awesome. Well, LaPaula, thanks for everything you do. It's uh, It shows every single day. Uh, the work that you and your team accomplish. And we, I've told the the larger group before, and I'll tell you personally, we can't do what we do with instruction and education if we don't have your team behind the scenes doing all the work that you guys are doing. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you to LaPaula and Dr. Westfall. It's, um, you know, it's amazing how much our operations staff does. It's, uh, there's so Mm -hmm. much going on and they're so busy over the summer, but like she said, there's really no downtime for them. They're, they're always on call. They're always uh, the first to arrive in the mornings and the last to leave. It's, um, they do a lot for our district. 
Yes, they are so hardworking. And I'm just so glad that we are shining the light on them this summer. It's It's been a great thing to let other people see what they do and to show them the appreciation that they so deserve. Definitely. I feel like in our roles, we get to see them a lot, especially that distribution work they do mm-hmm. and, and delivering things. But I think it's important, that note she talked about, uh, how teachers have so much available to them too through the warehouse and when it comes to like paper products and school supplies and pins and staples and whatnot I just I don't think a lot of people know about that so uh, I think it was an interesting note that uh, she shared right definitely and you know I hope that this conversation also helps more people our staff students families just understand how many people are working every single day to ensure that our campuses are fully equipped they're clean and they're healthy for every single person that we serve that come through those doors. Definitely. Just so great to hear from LaPaula and uh, everything that's going on this summer and, and really throughout the year from our operations team. So, you know, when you see them out and about, especially during these uh, summer months when it's uh, extremely hot outside, be sure to let them know how much you appreciate them and the work they're doing. Yes, please. And thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to follow Keller ISD on social media. We're at Keller ISD on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Keller ISD. You can also keep up with Superintendent Dr. Westfall on the Twitterverse by following him at Dr. R. Dub Keller ISD. You will find links to all of that in our show notes. Be sure to encourage your friends to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And we hope you'll join us and Dr. Westfall again soon for another edition of Westfall One on One. Until next time, hashtag, hashtag celebrate, celebrate KISD. KISD.